G'day everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Measure Twice, Cut Once. Uh, I'm Dirk from Sumo's Projects on YouTube and uh, this is where you're viewing this particular show from and uh, we're also available on various uh, podcasting streams around the uh, World Wide Web. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome in my wonderful co-host uh, from Melbourne Town, the one and only Chris Zurek. G'day Chris. Yeah, g'day, Dirk. Uh, thanks for the uh, the intro. Um, you haven't got me uh, beekeeping or um, or playing tennis this week, which is good. I needed a bit of a break. Um, we're uh, coming into episode fourteen today, and uh, I think we've got a pretty good episode lined up. So, um, what say we get into it? Well, what a special day indeed. We've uh, we've broken through the uh, ring of steel. We're up in Sumo's shed here, and um, the big fella's made his way all the way up from Melbourne town. And um, if for people who don't know and from out of Australia, it's been a tough year, Chris, with the pandemic. And um, Melbourne's been subject to practically 120 odd day uh, a lockdown. So people were restricted from movement. And um, but now, you know, people played their part, got things back on track. Uh, there's zero COVID cases in the state of Victoria. The last 14, maybe even 15 days 15 now. Days now yeah. And, um, you know, this is a big thrill to be able to just go back to a bit of normality. And, yeah, um, mate, sure. you know, it's, uh, for sure. you'd be so happy to get out of the... Well, that, that 120 days that you were talking about, Dirk, felt like 120 years. And um, it was... I mean, I, I, I'm a homebody anyway, and I enjoy being at home. But even after that length of time, it, it started to get old. So I'm, I'm glad to be able to get up here. Um, I'm up here for, it's an ulterior motive, I'm up here to pick up my new uh, machine. Yep. Uh, my, my thickness had joined a combo. Yep. Uh, it took um, half the town of merch to uh, get it in the back of the van, <laughs> but it's there. Um, so now we, we decided, while I'm here, why don't we shoot an episode? Why not? Why not indeed? All right. We're going to be talking today about um, if you've got a business and um, if you're based practically from a workshop sense and also the other way to look at it is if you're an on-site um, builder, contractor, contractor finisher yep. Yep. and how you go about the logistics of moving tools, yep. materials around. So, you know, I reckon that's a... So work from home versus work from on-site. On-site, okay. yep. yep. Alright, so uh, what do we need to talk about in that respect? Well, I think we have to talk a lot about the, uh, the infrastructure. So, basically, let's uh, start off. If you're someone who's making uh, any type of woodworking um, things for saleable items uh, from home, you're going to be uh, pretty much have a, a set and structured workshop environment, aren't you? Yeah, So much. Yeah, so, you know, like in previous episodes, we, we have discussed about, um, you know, setting up workshops and also... Um, the types of machines that you need. You'll, and you'll find that, Chris, you, like we know, the machines that are involved uh, for a, a home or a factory-type environment, they're all heavy-duty cast iron, you know, most of the time. Well, the one we just lifted into the back of the van was heavy-duty cast iron. It was. Um, but, yeah, you get your normal, you've got your normal setup. Um, like if you're just a normal hobbyist like we are, you know, uh, workshop-type thing, you've got your table saw set up. You've got your mitre station set up. Um, you've got your jointer and everything, yep. your thicknesses and all that set up. 
Now, if you go out on site, like for for example, I um I go out and do um, cabinets for yeah. people, and um, and if I could grab my workshop and take it with me, it'd be fantastic because I've got all the tools there. So yeah. to that end, I bought myself a van. I've got a, um, a portable table saw that I take with me, and it's, it's helped me out a lot of times. Um, the miter saw, uh, I've got the new Bosch one now, as you know. Yep. Um, that's that's light enough for me to be able to lift it in the back of the van, you know, and get and get it moving. And just my boxes full of uh, all my usual tools. Yeah, yeah. So you've you've basically got to have if if you're going to do it that way, if you're going to be the sort of guy who does things outside, you've got to basically have two workshops. Oh, for sure. So and that's. And that's what I've got, and that's why I'm feng shuiing the hell out of my workshop at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I can uh, make a little bit of room. But uh, that's, I think that's um, what you have to have. Yeah. Two, two workshops. One on the go and one in your, uh, your normal workshop. And I, I, I think a lot of the uh, terms here are dictated by <clears throat> what, what style of work you're doing. So, you know, you, you, I'll give an example. If you watch uh, Scott Brown, Carpentry, New Zealand YouTuber... He's practically on site, so he's uh, very well equipped. If people have watched his channel, he has uh, like a, a van, an older van, but it's so it's decked out to perfection. And he, he typically has, or strategically has planned to do it that way. And so, you know, he, his type of uh, tools and arrangements are like knock trestles and um, mm. knock up tables and makeshift uh, workbenches and... Um, so as as we mentioned, the the type of table saw or circular, you know, well, circular saws can be pretty uh, generic. Uh, for even they're probably more practical on the in mm. the outdoors, but um, yeah, table saws and um, miter saw stations, yep. you know, they're they're lightweight components and uh, they they're, they're meant for that environment. So yes. that works. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, look, I've I've got the um, the Dewalt contractors saw. Yeah. And uh, it's a noisy little bugger, but I'll tell you what, it cuts like a hot knife through butter. Since I put that um, Diablo blade on yeah. there. Yeah. Is it Diablo? It's Diablo. Yeah, Diablo, yes. Diablo blade. Once I put that Diablo blade on there, it cuts like crazy. And um, But it's it's a portable little table saw, and uh, I just throw it in the back of the van, and if I need to make long cuts on uh, malamine sheets, so it's beautiful. It does everything I need it to do. So Yeah. So you, I suppose you've got to look at, you know... Um, I'm I'm I, I'm a Dewalt guy, so mine's a Dewalt. You know, you but you've got you got Bosch ones that you can buy. There's Makita ones you can buy. You know, whatever you want to to do the same job. Yeah. So, but you got to you got to gear it to what you're the sort of work you're doing out there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And and look, you know, there, there's some pretty important um, simple things. Say if you're if you're in the uh, on site, um, having a good quality tool belt. Uh, where you can have storage, you know, on-site. Yeah. And while that sounds a little bit funny or trivial, it's the things we often misplace and spend half the day looking for. Tape measures. Tape measures. <laughs> Pencils. Pencils yeah. uh, or uh, Hammers, you know. And um, I suppose we're going to give a little bit of uh, uh, footage because um, Chris has practically got a, an unbelievable setup in his van and he... He does use that to, uh, you know, do installs and that. So, and Chris, I, I think because you're going, you're using both environments. So you're going from a home workshop, and then into a transition to a on-site. So, you know, there's another point of discussion. The way I do it is, I, I because I've got the heavy-duty table saw at home. Um, 
I make all the components at home, yep. and then I throw them in the back of the van and, and take them to where I need to install them. Um, and then then I come back home and grab all the tools I need because I mean, it's only a van, it's, it's not like it's unlimited space in there. Yeah. Uh, grab all my tools, table saw, whatever I want, and then I've got all that stuff. If I need to make adjustments on site, you know, I've got yeah. all that stuff there. Um, but yeah, the, the, the van with the drawers that I've put in there, it... Um, it just makes it a whole lot more user-friendly. I mean, I've got uh, uh, little drawers that I've got in there that I can put all my tools into so nothing's clanging around. And yeah. Because you've got to protect your tools. I mean, they cost a bit of money too. So, And the other thing is I don't want people looking into the back of the van and uh, and seeing what I've got because, as we all know, people get jealous and they want what you've got, yeah? Yeah. Without the hard work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's the setup that I've got in mind. So. Do you do any uh, work on site at all? I look I, I'm t- <laughs> on a minimum. On, you know, I, I've done occasional jobs where, um, for argument's sake, I've gone up to a caravan park and did a little bit of kitchen cabinetry and you know that sort of thing. But um, I, I basically, I think I did that, Chris, prior to having a, a workshop as such, you know, s- set up. So I bought myself some cheap things like an Ozito bloody, uh, you know, circular saw and. Yeah, a couple of straight edges and um, a couple of cheap sawhorses. And um, I was going to add to the mix there, but I think you can really improvise a lot if you have, a, say, a 6x4 trailer. Oh, yeah. How much potential have you got to set up a work platform on it? You know? It, it, and then also, one of the things you also want to factor in is the weather. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you're outdoors, you know, you're enjoying your job, you're getting things done, but... The heavens start looking a bit well, threatening, you know. That's that's the reason why I got myself a van. I mean, I used to have a um, a Ute, yep. and uh, with with two toolboxes on the back, yep. and that worked fine. But then I thought, if I'm transporting these cabinets that are made out of uh, just chipboard and, and melamine and that sort of thing, if they get wet, they're going to swell up like a sponge. Yeah. And um, and I'm pretty sure the customer's not going to be happy with that finish. Yeah. And uh, so that's why I got rid of my Ute and bought myself the van because whether yeah. then. It takes the weather uh, component out of the picture, um, and that's why another reason why I put the drawers and everything in there, just so everything's mm. a, a place for everything, everything in its place. Yeah, you know, it just makes it easier. It does make it easier, and I don't really want to tow a trailer behind me all the time because yeah, because then you've got to you know park the thing, and yeah, I'm just lazy. <laughs> but you know, yes, you are. <laughs> um, just uh, you know. If you watch Chris's channel for a while now, you, you'll notice that he does do a lot of work, um, you know, with melamine and do an edge banding, and yeah. you know, so it's cabinetry type work. Uh, and you, you're a specific builder of uh, furniture for people because it's actually, you know, I, I would say a lot better quality uh, with the emphasis you put on your joints. Mm. So you know, it'll never fall apart, and um, you, you, you're meticulous. Um, you know, and once again, it's um, you, you mentioned the van. Mm. Well, you can get that if it's a rainy day. You can get your components to the job site. Uh, rain stops. You got access to the you know property. Uh, you go in and you do your assembly work. So, you know, yeah. in that regard, it's um, that's a, it's a great idea. But the, yes. getting back to the trailer, just you know, if if you don't have the van, I think a Ute, an old style Ute, and a trailer. Will suffice too. Oh, for sure, mm. for sure. You just got to work your way around the weather and all that sort of thing. 
Yeah, so that, that poses another interesting question, Chris. Um, it's it's uh, the looking at how you're going to transport uh, materials as far as your, your timbers required or, you know, anything of hardware. You know, we're, we're, we're going a long way sometimes to bring things home, but if you're a person who's already decked out, uh, has the storage capacity on top of your vehicle or wherever, trailers, uh, you're going to be pretty close to any hardware stores uh, to be able to get your supplies. So, you know, there's an advantage to that, you'd agree? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I, I don't have the, the space at home to, to store any uh, timber, so I just buy what I need for the particular job. Um, but, yeah, uh, like your, your melamine sheets, I mean, I use melamine sheets a lot or plywood sheets. I mean, you've got a you've got a massive workshop here, so you've got plenty of room to, to store things in. But um, f for me, I have to um, I have to pre-plan everything yeah. because I've got the limited space. And um, so yeah, that's that's basically where where um, where I have to jump down and learn how to use uh, SketchUp. Yeah. So I know exactly what I need to buy, and I'm using utilizing my space. Yep. Is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's. Um Space is something of a luxury, and let's face it, um, you know, some, sometimes you get lucky. I, I got lucky, uh, but I've only just recently learned how to utilise my space, and, and it's still not at a, at a great, you know, point where I can say, all right, um, I don't keep bringing stuff in here just to have gaps filled, because then, then you get cluttered in a big space, you know. Mm. Um, but... Harking back a little bit to the, uh, like I, on my holidays recently, Chris, I built a deck. So I had to go through a little bit of a stage. I took the, I took my ute, which is a falcon ute, and put the trailer on. And I got everything in one go. So, yep. you know, as far as screenings, um, crushed rock, that sort of stuff. Um, all my timbers, you know, so sleepers, uh, merbu decking, things like that. Um, and the hardware and... Bloody lights, the missus wanted it. Um, that was all in one hit, but yep. that took a big effort, you know. That was a trip out, and then I, I came back. I, it took it half a day, but, you know, it was worth doing. But but that's because you live out in the sticks. True, true, yeah. But, you know, once again, it's, it's you're going out to bring something back in where if you're a person who can get away with a, a construction of, of anything, mm. you can duck in through the drive-through at a hardware store, load it up, hopefully you got everything. Yep. Sometimes you and I forget stuff. But, um, and then, <laughs> we do. Uh, and then we fly back out to the job, we're ready to go, yeah. you know? So there's there's a, the time factor, the yeah. logistics, so. Well, that's it, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been, because I, I live literally 15 minutes away from Bunnings. I mean, that's, that's our one. Uh, if I forget something, and yeah. I've, I've been known to make three or four trips in in one day, because memory like a sieve. But um, that's where you know you need you need something like this, and write down everything you need. Yeah. So that uh, you know you, you don't have to make the six hundred trips to get down there. Oh, I forgot to buy screws. What do I do now? Yeah. I'll just duck down there. Yeah. It's a pain. It's a pain in the bum, and it takes you, you waste time and. And then the job takes longer than it needs to take. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's um, that's another thing you probably look at. But um, with with the way I work at, at my workshop, um, I don't store any of the big stuff. Yeah. Like the the, the sheets, you know, the plywood sheets, the melamine sheets. But I've got a, a, a lot of screws. I've got a lot of nails. You know, 
Hmm. So I don't have to make that trip all the time. You've got the same thing here. Yeah. And that, that leads on to part of that, you know, the whole conversation as far as we add in then um, pre-planning, you know. A lot of, a lot of, we're very fortunate to live in an age where we have, um, you know, we can just look up things at, at half a second we've got the information. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit short of the, the, the stores where we go not having it in stock, um, we pretty much do our research. We get there, we pick, we select, we buy, we go. Yep. There's no more procrastinating. Where's a staff member? There's none around. Yep. You know, you, you, you sort of got to be a little bit um, practical in that sense. I think the correct way of saying it is you've got to be frugal with your time. Frugal with your time. Frugal with your time. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it, the time you waste is the time you can't get back. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, um, I suppose what items would you say are pretty much uh, mandatory if you're going somewhere to do an install or a touch-up of sorts? You know, you, would you be looking at drills? Oh, I see. Cannot um, forget to go without. Yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the, the last of the Boy Scouts. You know, I'll just take everything just in case I need it, yeah? Mm. And uh, so I, I, if, if I'm going out onto a job site, I'll take two drills. Why would you take one? Yeah. You know, just in case one packs it in. I'll take two drills. I've got my impact drivers. I've got my uh, miter saw. I've got my track saw. I've got my yeah. tables. It all goes in the back of the van, comes with me. So that if I get to a certain point in a job where, you know, I've got to do a specific task, and I've got all the tools there. Yeah. So but I, I sort of, I go, um, I go too far. Yeah, yeah. I overkill it, so that's just me. I still, but even then, I still forget something. Yeah, route a bit. Route a bit. There you go. <laughs> Another one. But I, I, I have to like Chris come up here today, and he had half of Port Moresby in his van, and and he's taken half of buddy, you know, Port Edland back. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know that's you catered for, and just the fact that we're we're working off your equipment today, Chris, which yeah. you know. You, you made, you've got this big stand here with a concrete base. That's a video you made if people want to have a look at that. Yep. But it's, you know, it's, it's all these little factors that you've got to consider because otherwise you're not going to get on with the show, are you? No. No, I look, like I said, I bought, bought my stand, I bought camera, I bought my monitor, um, 300 batteries, yeah. you know, everything. My little microphones, yeah. even my clapperboard. I bought everything. Yeah. Because you've got to be prepared. That's right. And, and that goes in, you know, we're only mentioning that because it's in conjunction with the whole uh, philosophy of thinking, um, whether, you know, what, what you're doing, how you're doing it. Well, the, that's exactly what you're saying. This, this is like, we, we've got to treat this like we're doing, doing a job. Yeah. Right? I've got to bring all the tools that I need to do this job. Mm. So, and to that end, that's yeah. what I've got. But I don't need a van to bring my camera. I could have brought the general up, but well, yeah. But I wouldn't be able to get the machine, and I'll uh, I'll show you a picture. There'll be a picture here somewhere yep. of uh, the machine that's in the back of my van uh, that I had to come up here and get. Yeah. I can't wait to get it going. I tell you. Yeah. So, you know, we we um we we'd like to get people's uh, thoughts as well on this matter. Um, <clears throat> you know, just leave a comment down below, and every everyone do, uh, approaches things a bit differently, Chris, as we know. And um, a lot of good suggestions, a lot of good ideas come from uh, 
just conversing with people, mate. And, you know, it's, it's a matter of, or you see something, a, a detail of a, a tradie's ute, and you go, wow, that's amazing, you know. Mm. How they set it up like that, they'll pull someone out, the work centre's ready to go. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around in the shop here and thinking, do I really need all this stuff? But um, shop tours, there's been quite a few shop tours, so yeah. we, we won't do anything like, you know, what we're talking about. We're not going to show shop tours today, but just some of the um, different things that we'll consider mm. when doing different types of work. Yeah, agreed. Now, there's one last thing that um, that we need to take into consideration, Dirk, and that is when you finish the job, you've got to clean up after yourself, all right? Because there's going to be sawdust, there's going to be bits and pieces laying around. So, I mean, do you, do you have a, a dust extractor in the back of your car? No, I mean, a little vacuum cleaner will do. Yeah. Um, even a, a dustpan and brush, you know, just, just to clean up. Because you've, you've got to do, you've got to be professional about this. Yep. You can't leave the mess for the customer to clean up after you. So, um, but I, I've got a small um, small vacuum cleaner that I carry with me and uh, just vacuum up, tidy up, bit of a, a dust and a sweep, and everybody's happy, you know. Yeah. You'd, you'd agree with that, wouldn't you, Dirk? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, even even a drop sheet or an old, a cheap blue tarp, you know, they, they just, everything falls on it. You can coil it up if it's not too heavy, not too much stuff in there, and wheel it out without making that mess. Mm. So, great, great, great suggestion to yeah. bring up at the end of... Uh, you know, like we're focused on how to do stuff, but then the yep. cleanup is always vital. Yeah, that's. But look, to me, the cleanup is the big thing. You've got to leave the customer happy. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, that's um, that's. I reckon that's uh, all we can. Yeah. Touch on with that uh, subject. If you've got any questions, leave them down below, and we'll we'll um, we'll definitely answer them. So we, we read all the comments. Yep. Uh, anything you want to add to that, Dirk? Yes, we'll be coming live. <laughs> Sit next to one another in the future, uh, a little bit more frequently, unless we have an interview with someone. So it's pretty hard to shoot out to middle of WA mm. in a hurry. So unless, oh, good. We unless we take the general. Take the general? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Who's buying for fuel? No comment. All right. All right. Well, um, having said all that, Dirk, what are we doing next week? Yeah, Chris, so another, another good uh, show. Very happy to have you here, and uh, I believe the next one will be down maybe at your place. Let's see how we go. But um, on next week's exciting new show on uh, Measure Twice, Cut Once, we're going to have a subject. You want to announce this one? Okay. All right. You trust me to do this? Yeah, 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 go on. I'll give you the reins. Okay. We're going to talk about fasteners. What do you mean by that? Fasteners, mm. nails, staples, screws, that sort of thing. Yep. Where you can get them, where would you use them, all that sort of, even glue. Yeah. Glue is a type of fastener, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what yep. type of glues there are. So, yep. yeah, that's, that's the, I think, the subject of next week. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Yep. And, uh, and I think it'll be a good one. It will, it will, because uh, it might even surprise uh, people, you know. There's things out there you might not have heard of before, so... Well, we'll definitely have a look at that. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, so if and if you want uh, any, if you make suggestions on subjects or topics you'd like us to discuss, uh, please leave it in the comments. Like yeah. Marvin did. Like Marvin did. Yes, yeah. yes. Two great topics he uh, selected. Mm -hmm. um, so we thoroughly enjoy doing that because we feed off you and uh, we try to give back and contribute to the community via our um, 
social media, Chris. Yep, so, for sure. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I've been working on. Um, sorry, mate. Yeah, normally we're shouting at each other down the <laughs> microphone, but um, I've got a, a, a video out. Uh, it's in relation to timber, how I've selected my timbers, um, and the pro thought process that I've gone into uh, when you know looking at how I'm going to do a uh, basically select selection on things. Okay. So um, and also I've got another video. I bought uh, the Sherwood dedicated helical spiral cutter head, 13 inch thicknesser, which is sitting here behind me. It's a it's a thing of beauty. Uh, I did a review on that, Chris. So looking forward to putting that video out as well, mate. I look forward to seeing it. Yourself? Um, I've been videotaping myself destroying my workshop. Wow. Yeah, yeah, just getting everything, you know, that I don't need, feng shui, you know, that's that's the big word for me. Uh, getting Just getting ready to pull walls down and um, and rebuild new walls and cabinets, so... Yep. So if, if you haven't seen a video from me for a little while, I apologise, but um, I've been absolutely flat out at work and... I've been doing all this, this and plus the, the show that we do, you know. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yep. Every week, you know, so that that's sort of, um, we've got to gear up for that each week as well, yeah. you know, which takes a little bit of time, but, yeah. I mean, and it looks like it's thrown together, but it's a very professional thing. So. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're an outfit now and, uh, you know, <laughs> going to the Logies next year, but never know. <laughs> so please subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and um, we appreciate your support, and... Um, we wish everyone a happy week ahead doing the things that they want to do and get some good results. So. Yeah, get to making. Get yep. to making stuff. Definitely. So I'm going to say, sign off by saying hooroo and be well. And I'm going to sign off by saying bye for now. Let her out. Oh, Dirk. Yeah, yeah. Before we go, mate, there's one very, very important thing we need to uh, mention. What's that? Um... This. Ah, yes, yes. Okay. This show is being brought to you by Eric. Yep. All the way from Bonnie, England. Yep. Uh, Eric sent us uh, a couple of letters uh, a little while ago now. Um, he used the pen that I turned for him, and uh, the letters that he wrote were... Remarkable. Mind-blowing. With, without a doubt. Um, but he also sent us this. He sent us some money... So we can have a drink on him. And Eric, we're going to do that today. We're going to have a drink on you today. Mate, thank you very much. You know, we appreciate you and everyone else, but Eric's been a long time uh, sort of Subscriber support. and yep. listener and supporter. Yep, yep. and uh, we thank you wholeheartedly, mate. And we're going to have a cool frothy and maybe maybe a parmigiana or something as a meal. Yum. So, yummy. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Eric. Thanks, Eric. Good on you, mate.